0: Welcome to the Rams post-game show here on House of Horns. My name is Victor Corona, a.k.a. Victor Producer. And look who we have in the house today. We got Gilbert Manzano. He uh, was able to watch this game from his house, so we got him on. Gilbert, just give me your takeaways. I know I don't have a lot of time with you here, so just give me your takeaways from this. uh, Tell of two halves from the Rams. You know, they, they didn't look good in the first half, and then in the second half they just turned it on, so... Just give me your takeaways from this 26 to 9 uh win by the Rams over the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, uh Vic. I had to make sure to stop and make uh, time for House of Horns because that was a pretty good win. Well, second half was a pretty good win, and I'll start there. Like you mentioned, a tell two halves. And I kept telling myself, where are they gonna start using Kyron Williams? Keep feeding Kyron Williams, and we keep telling you guys on House of Horns. Every time the Rams feed Kyron Williams, they tend to win the games. In uh, Seattle, it wasn't the biggest stat line, but they they kept feeding Kyron Williams, and eventually it broke out the game in various ways. In the Indianapolis overtime, Kyron Williams had a monster game that day as well. And here we are again, Kyron Williams, the second year running back. That touchdown that he had in the second half, were like there was like a debate about a fumble. I'm like, no way, that was a fumble. Boy, no. and he's like, you know, pushing guys off of him, breaking tackles, like. This guy's a machine out there. And when you got that touchdown, I'm like, okay, this is for sure a lead back. No way, Sean McVay, can you keep forgetting about Kyron Williams. And I'm not saying he's forgetting about it. I just did. But be more mindful of, of, of feeding him. I know you have so many weapons with Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. But when you set the tone with the ground game, it really leads to a lot for this, the way this offense is built. And yeah, you didn't, you didn't need a lot from P- P- Puka Nakua or Tutu Atwell. You know, I, I worry about Cooper Cup being, you know, kind of the, the dominant star and getting all the targets but you get Kyron Williams involved it tends to lead to good things and I could keep raving about Kyron Vic but that's the thing I, I keep uh going back to for this winning as a Cardinals
0: yeah I mean and, and you're right on point with it because they were oh and five on third down here let me get this comment by Daniel Calderon because it'll lead right into it <laughs> I mean it was it was a bleak for that looked like a bleak the first half like from Daniel Calderon and he's spot on there because as I was just about to get into the Rams were zero and five on third down and they ran the ball only I think three to four times one of them was called back so it didn't really count um it was on a penalty and you're not going to win games that way the other thing I was looking at they showed a graphic uh during the game where it says in the wins uh in the two wins the Rams this season uh average 30, they rushed 38 times when mm. they lose it's 16 times and they average about 128 yards in the two wins and in the losses is 71 and I understand when you fall behind you need to throw the ball a lot more but I the refusal by Sean McVay to run the ball just it's mind-blowing Gilbert I don't understand I you know I I get it you're really good in with your 11 personnel but you need to feature your your running game and i think you know he continues to get away with it and then you know or go away from it and and it almost cost him here They're, they they yeah. got lucky that just like we talked about when we did the preview that you know the the cardinals usually fade in the second half and they did that but it it was just you know honestly like if they don't do that in the second half and they'll get it together i mean they opened up with a nine play nine plays in a row in the second half for 62 yards before they got that touchdown to Cooper Cup. So that saved their bacon, Gilbert.
1: Yeah, I, I wanted to go back and look at the the difference between the wins and losses with the with the rushing attack. And when I went back to week one for the Seattle game, which feels like a long time ago uh, now, uh, I saw the 42 carries. I think it was somewhere in the 40s. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then I saw 92 rushing yards. I'm like, I thought it was a lot more. And it shouldn't be all about the total rushing yard. It's like how a balanced attack opens up everything, and like that game in Seattle, they kept wearing down their opponent. And and when you do that, you open up the passing game for Stafford, and less you know opportunities for Stafford to get hit with, with a, such a banged up offensive line. And Stafford did a good job today. You know, it was kind of just a, a quiet first half, but when I saw that forty carries, and you brought up that stat now, the difference of how many times they run the ball, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then in, in Indianapolis, thing was like they ran for like 162 yards, so. There's a there's a a, a trend here, and it, I know with the forgetting for long stretches to give the ball to Kyron Williams is frustrating on a lot of uh, Rams fans. But when they when they came out in the second half, I'm like, it's only a nine six game. I know it was a, a dismal first half for the offense, but set the tone, and they did that right away. And when you you, you notice every like there was times they were running the ball with Kyron Williams, but there's other times they were doing the two two motions back and forth. where like. It could be a it could be a pass play or it could be a run play, and when you have that, t- that type of kind of mixed balance, you, you never know it's going to come at you. So Tutu got his uh, touches a couple of times, and then just Kyron kept going and going. You know, obviously you want to see more Puka involved, but like when you're getting the wins and you're being balanced, who cares? And now the thing big moving forward is, I don't know if you caught the the, the McVeigh presser. Right? I, I didn't get a chance. I had to watch the the Jets game right that, of my whole uh, post game show here because. The Jets surprised everybody with the, uh, the, the winning against the Eagles. But I saw Kyron Williams left with an ankle injury. Anything we should be worried about?
0: No, he said he should be good to go. I, okay. I saw a couple of quotes from a couple of people, and they all – he said that he should be ready to go. It doesn't sound like it's okay. going to be anything bad. Yeah. And just to get – you know, just to continue on with uh, what Kyron Williams did today, I think he finished with 158 yards. I mean, that's what you that's what you want from him, you know, and then Matthew Stafford, 21 of 37 for uh, 222 yards. Like that was the other thing, too. Like uh, getting Cooper Cup involved was really important here. I know that Puka Nakua, now that Cooper Cup is back, isn't as involved, but he missed a couple of uh, uh catches there where it could have you know he could have caught a a touchdown there as well so that could have probably changed things for him but outside of that you you know um the the important thing as you talked about and we said you need to get right here you need to put teams away and they did that in the second half and then one more thing uh before you know uh we get to the next thing i just want to uh talk about this we need uh ed uh edge opposite young young looks great uh this is a comment from daniel calderon and i'll say this the defense did a good job you know they forced two turnovers that led to 10 points so you know and I think his name is Oshan Mathis. He's starting to play a little bit more. They also elevated Marquise Copeland. So that was another good thing to oh. to see. I don't think you're going to see them going and trading for anybody at this point. Um, I think they're just going to try and, and use the resources that they have from within um but I I would be shocked I mean there's guys you can go and get in the middle like for middle round picks but I just don't see them spending a first or a second round pick I don't know what you think about that Gilbert
1: we mentioned earlier this week uh, on the channel here about Daniel Hunter and it's like it depends how much it costs you and then you know if you get Daniel Hunter yeah I can help you right now to make a playoff run but like are you really gonna maybe I shouldn't say this part you're really gonna compete with the 49ers and the Eagles who just lost today so you never know. So that could that's a reminder there. But if I think that Neil Hunter could be an affordable cost where you could still keep your first round pick. And then, you know, he's not he's not the oldest player. He still, you know, has a lot of left. So you want to make a deal with Kevin O'Connell again and, and the GMO there, he could be an addition there to go opposite uh, you know, Byron Young. And maybe that could be something you could build off the future there too. Uh, but again, like I don't I don't see them going after Brian Burns again because I can't believe a year ago they were, they were willing to give two first-round picks and just pretty much say, "Hey, we want to win right now," and then ignore all the holes in your roster. I think they've changed their mindset, but I know we're kind of getting off track there. And I just want to say, moving forward for this team right now, this roster, they got to start having two halves. They got to have play well first half, second half, and that's why I'm not trying to say that I, I'm going to be braggy here, Vic. But that's why I went the under in this game because yes, I did not you, you called
0: it. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Did not
1: trust is Rams offense. I know they're playing the Cardinals, but I got to see more consistency. Four quarters, and, you know, ever since, ever since that – yeah, uh, I shouldn't point the blame at that cold second half. They haven't scored as many points in that second half, but the Bengals' game week before that also was pretty bad. But that first half in the Colts' game was great. Uh, the Eagles kind of so-so uh, the first half. But it's always one half, second half, and this week has been the second half. So when you play the Steelers, have a good defense. All right, let's see four quarters now, and maybe they finally figure out when you get Kyron involved early, it just opens up everything.
0: Yeah. And you know, who kept them in this game was Jonah Williams with those. uh, What did he have? I think he had two sacks and four. uh, I think it was four tackles for loss in the first half. I mean, he came out of nowhere, but a lot of it had to do with scheme. They did a good job with that. Um, But I, you know, I don't want to take too much of your time because I know you got to get to the Sunday night game. So I just give me your final thoughts on this. Like they're three and three at this point. Uh, in the season which is what we kind of said if you're gonna have a positive season or even try to make the playoffs you need to you know get out of here with a you need at the at the six game mark you need to be three and three they're three and three right now gilbert what what are you where where are you at with this rams team after six games
1: yeah they're on pace to what i was saying before the season started and it's funny i just watched robert Sala say uh, we've embarrassed all the quarterbacks we've played, this murderous role of quarterbacks because the Jets had a hard schedule. The Rams had a, had a hard schedule, too. And I'm like, okay, you're 3-3, three and three, just like the Jets. Like, you, like when you're 500 at this point, you, you're in the race. You're a playoff contender. You have life. So uh, they are definitely overachievers, and they, they've done well with this gauntlet of, of a schedule. Now finish out this homestand with the Steelers who – did they have a bye week Vic I'm blank I think they have a bye week because I don't remember them playing today at all
0: yeah they Uh, were they had a bye week this week so they're coming off a bye
1: they could be fresh but this is not a team that scores points at will so let's see what this defense is about I like the defense they've been very impressive and that's why I keep taking unders when they play the the when the Rams games are involved and I keep seeing all these 50 point game totals I'm like is there no respect here for Raheem Morris I, I like the defense and yeah, we haven't seen much of Michael Hoyt and Udina. you need another edge rusher. You need to see more from Kobe Durant, but this game, I know it's not like it's not like the most creative. We expected a little more blitzes and all, but... They're just you know, saying, you're not going to beat us on the field. And I know it's the Cardinals, but the Cardinals have scored points on people and they get, hold them to nine points. They didn't score in the second half, right? It was all no, on the The
0: Rams scored 23 on answer points. They got down, uh, I think it was nine to three, and then they kicked that field goal uh, with, and that was another big play by Cooper Cup, that 49 yard catch. And then that put them in field goal range. Like they didn't have that many, many positive yards. It was ugly for the Rams offense until they, came out of that second half running the ball and i think they just you know i um mcbay finally decided you know what i'm gonna run the ball and that's what kind of turned the, the game around for them
1: yeah and, and you know all in with this like it, it feels like they're on the level of the steelers the steelers have a talented team and i'm like okay this offense has another potential to keep unlocking because they have more they have more talent in the defense so who knows may eventually this kyron william thing will open up the passing game where it is like you know, high-flying with Puka and Tutu and Cooper Cub. Like, I don't like this force-feeding Cooper thing. I know, you're, you know, Stafford's familiar with him, and, and I know the, the offensive line kind of always changing, but eventually if they settle down and you're able to kind of spread it out and just keep people on their toes, like, that's going to pay off. And that, that's kind of maybe the exciting part for Rams fans. Like, you know there's another gear here for the offense. It's just, like, keep feeding Kyron Williams. Make him your focal point, and things will be okay. And I think the defense just, you know, scheme-wise, like, they figure something out. There's a formula there, and maybe your your guys are too young to do a little more, and you're just playing it safe right now. Uh, but when you play a team like the Steelers, they're good enough on both sides of the football to win that game because they're, they're both kind of clunky offenses, uh, ball control time position. But I I will rather take the Rams offense right now than the Steelers offense. And you know obviously the Steelers even has more talent. That's, that's kind of the preview. But what I'm trying to get at is – they're right there. They're in the race. They're in the middle, and if they get that one, they're four and three. Like Vic, I hadn't even looked at the schedule after that because I wanted to see what they do here with the home, the home game or the three home game stand to see what they do. And they're right, they're right there. But like, you want to see more, and, and and next week we'll see what they do. But very impressed with the defense. Finally, some Kyron Williams that I love, and let's see if McVay sticks to it. And the thing I'm more intrigued about, also not the most intrigued, is we'll see how Puka and Cooper develop because so far it hasn't been like the best at the same time.
0: Yeah. And that'll be work in progress as you talked about. Um, I know they, they have the sealers and the Cowboys coming up soon, but you know, those are, you know, we'll see what the Cowboys look like on Monday night, but You know, in terms of looking ahead, at least you're three and three right now. And you're in a good spot right now where you're in contention for a wild card where you can fight for one. So and I'll get to some of the comments. But Gilbert, I just want to say thank you. I know we were on uh, short notice here trying to get as much, you know, much uh, content out to the people. But uh, I'll stay on here. But thank you so much for, for joining and jumping on for about 15 minutes or so.
1: Yeah, no, I'm glad to be on here to give you my two cents. But, Victor, you're holding it down. You got all the facts. You got all the nuggets. And uh, Mm -hmm. don't be shy. Ask your questions. And Daniel Calderon holding it down right now. But more comments would be uh, amazing. But I'll see you guys later in the week.
0: All right, Gilbert. Have a good one. All right, guys. Uh, So as we were talking about, uh, and I'll get to the comments from Daniel Calderon. um, And he asked about Chase Young. And now... With the commanders winning, that kind of, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting because they're not going to be able to pay, the commanders aren't going to be able to pay all those linemen that they have. And so um, one of the things that, that'll be interesting is if they end up moving Chase Young, because I don't think they're going to get much for him at this point because they can't pay Chase Young and and Sweat at the same time. So they're going to have to, uh, and then with with the uh, injury uh, concerns that you, that you've seen from Chase Young that's been one of the things that you know I think if they could get something for him they'll try I know there's people that have talked about the compensation pick but the compensation picks you don't get for you know till 2025 and do you if you're the commanders do you want to wait that long for it so that's another thing you know we'll we'll see what happens as we approach the the trade deadline but um in terms of this game, you know, it as we talked about, it was an ugly first half for for the Rams, you know, and it was it was kind of hard to watch just because you know what you, you know that Sean McVay can do a lot better and to see you know, um, then fall behind nine to three, and then nine to six, and going into the half, you knew that they things needed to turn around. And I think this is the first uh, second half where they play really well outside of the Seattle game. And so that was, you know, committing to the run was important, as Gilbert talked about. Um, and then the defense just forcing two turnovers, and you know that led to ten points. I thought that was really important, um, and getting that chemistry you know, uh, going with Cooper Cup and Nakua, Tutu Adwell, I think Tutu Adwell had like one or two catches. They need to get everybody else involved. It's great to see the connection with Cooper Cup and, and Matthew Stafford, but you don't want to rely a lot on that and then also just continue to run the ball because that was, you know, when you get that, what was it, that ninth play play, uh, drive, you know, for 62 yards, and then that leads to that 13-yard pass to Cooper Cuff for the touchdown. That's the kind of stuff you want to see, especially from Sean McVay. But it's it's been hard to see, you know, they need it. As, as Gilbert, right before he left, talked about, you want to see more consist- con- consistency from this team because you've only seen uh, them play either the first half really well, but then the second half they don't play as well. They need a, f- a full fourth quarters um, game, and you know that that'll be you know that'll be something where you know that this team is growing, and, and so far that's part of the growing pains as we talked about with this team. You're gonna have a lot of growing pace just because of that, because you have uh, the fourth youngest team in the NFL right now, you know, and uh, he's gonna continue to coach them up, and that'll be part of the. The things that you're going to see from this team, and it's going to be frustrating, you know, along the way, unfortunately. But um, yeah, and as Witherspoon has played as a cornerback, one uh, as Daniel Calderon says, it's it's true. Um, he's been a, a great signing for the for for the Rams. It's been great to see. Uh, Darian Kendrick did not, you know, mess the, the game up for the for the Rams in this game. He played really well. The defense you know, they've continued to stay solid. As Gilbert said, uh Raheem Morris deserves a lot of credit. I know on the broadcast they were talking about that Raheem Morris is going to, you know, uh, be up for a job come this off season, and rightfully so. He's done a great job. I know a lot of uh Ram fans have not been a big fan of his just because of, you know, how Frustrating it's been, but as we talked about this season, now that he has his players, the way he he's been able to run his scheme, the way he wants it, and so we've seen the difference now. Now that he has players that he and and being able to run the things he uh, the the way he wants to run his defense. So outside of that, that that was you know the the defense has looked good. There's not much I can say about that. Um, they haven't been the problem. I think. The frustration with a lot of this uh, Rams team this season has been with the offense and the way Sean McVay refuses to run the ball. And uh, until he just decides, you know what, I'm going to set up the run, Uh, I'm going to use the run to set up uh, the passing game, I think you're going to see a lot of ups and downs and a lot of frustration from Ram fans, and rightfully so. But, you know, um, that's all I have for you guys today. There's, You know, take this win, enjoy it. As we said, if they're (laughs) – You know, the NFL is hard, as you saw the two ups, as you saw um, Cleveland beating the the San Francisco 49ers, which nobody saw. And then the same thing with the Eagles losing to the Jets. You know, you don't you didn't you wanted to make sure you got this one. This was your get right game. You did that. You accomplished that. Yeah, the first half sucked, but you move on now. You're three and three and you you, now you look forward to the Steelers who are coming in off a bye week. And you you know you turn the business, but enjoy it. Like take this Sunday night, you know, uh, watch the game on Sunday night, and then watch the Monday night game, and you know, enjoy this win because you know wins are hard to come by in the NFL. And you know especially when you have a young roster, uh you, you did what you needed to do and you just move on and you uh enjoy this win. And I know it's hard. Like we always think about the losses because those are the ones that stick with us, but when you just you beat a team that you're supposed to and you do it you know, by almost two touchdowns, you take that and you move on and you say, you know what, we're going to enjoy this win and then we will start uh, previewing the next matchup, which is the Steelers, as we talked about. So uh, Gilbert and I will be back on Wednesday to preview that. Um, since he hopped on, we won't do a recap tomorrow. There's no reason to do that. So please send in your comments. Let us know. We'll get to it. We, you know, shout out to Daniel Calderon. He's always on the comments there and uh, giving us his feedback. We we really appreciate that. Uh, to everybody else, you know, keep, continue to support us. We we really uh, enjoy that. And then for those who have checked out the preview, you know that uh, Gilbert has been giving out some Easter eggs. So keep it out. Keep an eye on that if you you know. Um, he, you might be entered to win a uh a a, a certain player's jersey. I won't give uh away <laughs> who it is, but you guys have pretty much figured out who is going to be. So please stay uh uh continue. You know, sending your comments and we'll get to them. But uh, enjoy this win. It was a nice win for the Rams. You know, uh, as we talked about, it's you know they're hard to come by. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you guys for. Uh, listening and watching this episode of House of Horns. Have a good rest of your weekend, and once again, enjoy this win, Ram fans.